The following is a presentation of the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Recapture your youthful look with Dr. David Bank. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. Welcome to the Health and Happiness Show with Casey. This is a weekly presentation with guests, ideas, information, and fun designed to improve your life from 100.7 WHUD. Hi, it's Casey. Are you ready to shine on? We've got three great guests this week. A psychic, a Celtic shaman, and a doctor of tranquility. Now, each of these women will join us in person next Sunday for a day of health and happiness at Duchess Manor in Beacon, New York. The early bird ticket price has been extended until Monday, February 29th at noon. So get your tickets this weekend and get details at kcradio.com. That's K-A-C-E-Y radio.com. We are delighted that the world-renowned psychic Laura Day, a New York Times best-selling author of The Circle, will close our day of health and happiness with a healing circle. My day job is I basically predict the future for companies. But what I do for Dharma work, for my making a difference, hopefully, in the world, I use the books I've written, and I guide people through them, and I create communities where people read and heal one another. That's world-renowned psychic and healer Laura Day. Meet her in person next Sunday at our Day of Health and Happiness. And stay tuned. She has more to share with us during this show. But first, here's Dr. Tranquility, Lydia Belton, to teach a quick breathing exercise for you to calm down or rev up. Lydia Belton is a mental health expert with a background in relaxation physiology for mind-body medicine from Harvard University's Mind-Body Institute. What's her message for our day of health and happiness? As women, we tend to wear that superwoman S on our chest and assume that we can do it all. And to some degree, we can have a piece of it all, but we also have to make sure that we're including ourselves in that component. So one of the things that I tell women when they're really experiencing a little bit of an anxiety attack or panic attack or feeling super stressed is to chip your mind or your brain into the parasympathetic mode. And what that is is a place of tremendous relaxation. We get there when we're practicing yoga, when we're meditating, when we're doing those deep diaphragmatic breaths. But you can also get there another way. And the other way that you can do that is simply to block off your right nostril. So if you're dealing with someone who's causing you a bit of stress at work or <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm going to have my finger on my nose all day long. <laughs> They're going to think I'm Santa Claus going up the chimney. Oh, my gosh. I hear you, girl. And so the way you do it is you just, and you'll get very good at it and being very discreet about it so that you can just, you know, you tilt your head a little bit and use your knuckle and just block it off and hold it there for 30 seconds. Initially, you're going to want to do it for about 60 because you have to train. It's like working out any other aspect of your body. You're working out your brain and getting it accustomed to tripping into the parasympathetic mode. When I'm breathing through my left nostril, I'm creating mm-hmm. a parasympathetic effect in my yes. body. I got to Absolutely. ask you a question. I don't know what the word means, parasympathetic. Tell me what it means. It really is just, in simple terms, it's just a state of relaxation for the mind simply by blocking off the aspect of the mind that races and taking your mind and your brain down to that peaceful state in a matter of 30 seconds without having to close your eyes, ohm, or go into anything else. It's wonderful and we love doing, but you don't always have time to do that. And also that's a part of what has come to become more acceptable, as many things do, the gut brain. 
believing that every cell actually has its own brain. So if when our bodies relax, then our gut, assuming that it has its own brain, and what do we do when we're tense? We tend to have bowel issues. We tend to clench our stomachs really tightly. Okay, so that means it's relaxing. And the parasympathetic is taking over, which is part of your, it's part of your autonomic nervous system. It's part of your cranial and sacral region of the body. When someone wants to really understand it in simple terms, it's your tripping relaxation. Right. That's all you're doing. You're taking your body and in a couple seconds, which will start to happen the more often you practice, this is tripping it. Now you can do the reverse and there's some really interesting studies coming out about that, about people who after they're eating something and they're trying to mind what they're eating and get into their workouts and really keep their bodies in shape, they're tripping the sympathetic and getting the body active, which is the state you want to be in before you're about to work up, work out. This is really fascinating because in yoga, I've done a practice for years where you, I don't know what the breath is called, but you breathe out of one side of your nose, then you breathe out of the other side of your nose, then you alternate back and forth. I had no idea why I was doing it. I just knew it felt good. And also, it's a bit of a misdirection, right? So sometimes in mind-body medicine or in hypnotherapy, when you have a client or patient, in my case, who opens their eyes and you're not sure why they're doing it, it's basically they're rejecting whatever it is you're saying to them, and you you use this as a convincer sometimes. You'll ask them to look up and look down and look up and look down. Well, why do you do that? And why do you go back and forth between sympathetic and parasympathetic? You're misdirecting the conscious mind so that the subconscious can come out and do the work it wants to do. Because our conscious mind is there as a barrier, and its intent is to protect us, right? It's to take care of us in our day-to-day activities and to make sure that we're not harmed and our mind isn't harmed. But sometimes it's a little bit too much of a protector, and we need to kind of trick it to get it out of the way. And that's why you're going back and forth like that, among other reasons. And I think sometimes, like when I'm in the shower or when I'm driving the car, when my conscious mind is wrapped up in doing something, Right? Mm-hmm. My conscious mind is busy. It's, it's, it's shampooing my hair or it's driving my car, <laughs> right? The subconscious mind goes, zap, here's a good idea. Yes, because you're getting out of the way. I'm out of the I'm, way. My mind yeah. is busy doing something that keeps it busy. And my subconscious mind, it's distracted, right? And my subconscious right. mind can come to the fore. Exactly. So when we put out there that we want to attain a goal, whether it's a life goal, a relationship goal, a career goal, and you're trying to make something happen and you feel like you're doing everything and it's not working, get out of the way. Go wash your hair. If you're, yeah, exactly. Go wash your hair. Go block off your right nostril <laughs> yeah. and let your mind come up with the solutions because we know the solutions that we need. And often as women, we're trying to, to force fit them because we're not giving ourselves enough time that's actually me time because we're taking care of career, work, family. You know, if you're at home, okay, block that right nostril, release. I'm at home now. What needs to be done here? Why do I block off the left and right? Can you just review? You're blocking off the right to trip into the parasympathetic mode. Your right is about action, movement, burning calories, working out, and which is also can create anxiety. Your left is calm, peace, relaxation. So you want to block the right so that you're breathing through the left. That way your brain and your mind and your nervous system all start to go into that relaxed state because it can't use the right. It can't use the energy 
nostril. The right nostril is the energy nostril. Breathe out of that nostril when you're going to rev up. Right. And and breathe out of the left nostril when you're going to slow down. Exactly. Isn't it something? Breathe through the left side to calm down and the right side to rev up. That's Dr. Tranquility, Lydia Belton. Meet her in person Sunday at our Day of Health and Happiness at Duchess Manor in Beacon. Get your discounted ticket by noon Monday. Follow the link at caseyradio.com. That's K-A-C-E-Y radio.com. The world-renowned woman who will close our Day of Health and Happiness with a healing circle next Sunday, intuitive Laura Day, joins us next. This is the Health and Happiness Show with Casey on 100.7 WHUD. If you have a question or need more information about things you've heard on the show, email kcradio at gmail.com. The Health and Happiness Show, information, fun, and inspiration. Do your hands need a beauty makeover? Hands have always been a sign of elegance. And even if you have a youthful facial appearance, hands don't lie. Now there is an easy solution for aging hands. Radius is the first and only FDA-approved product to correct volume loss on your hands. Radius restores beauty by filling out that hollow look to the back of your hands, leaving them looking smooth and natural. Results can be seen immediately. Lidocaine is added to the Radius, making this a virtually painless procedure. In less time than it takes for lunch, the results of Radius hand lift treatment will make your hands soft and supple again. The procedure is safe and can last up to 15 months. Call today and schedule your hand lift consultation with Dr. David Bank. Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. 914-241-3003. You'll find out more at thecenterforderm.com. Hi, it's Casey, all set for next Sunday, March 13th. We take the ideas we share here on the radio and bring it to life on a day we can share together at Duchess Manor and Beacon. CaseyRadio.com is where you get your ticket for breakfast, lunch, and inspiration with amazing speakers like New York Times bestselling author and world-renowned psychic Laura Day. You know, I started as an intuitive or a psychic, if you prefer. Um, I started because I was a lab rat when I was 21 years old, a lot of... Of, uh, different institutions like universities and the government wanted to see what the human mind could do, wanted probably see if we could spy on other countries. Um, and, and so I started out as a lab rat. And one of the, um, I, I had no intention, all I wanted to be was a writer. I mean, that's what I've wanted to be since I was a child. I had no intention of doing anything as weird as what I'm doing now and, in fact, didn't even really think of extrasensory perception as something unique. You know, like any child, which at 21, you still are, sorry, 21-year-olds who may be listening. Right. You know, like any 21-year-old, I thought, oh, everyone sees the world exactly the way I do. Um, And, indeed, that was not the case. People were not aware that they could, you know, go to a remote location in their mind and describe it accurately or read someone else's mind or predict the future. This was something that that I was aware of and only a small percent of the population was aware of. So one of these tests was um, televised without my permission, I might add, and I had this instant following. I didn't even have a name for what I did. 
And, you know, it's the way that if you're intuitive, the world takes you to your destiny as opposed to you having to look for it. I had no time for anything else. I had also very early in life learned that everybody was a healer, but that I was a healer. My mother was a manic depressive and she attempted suicide and all kinds of other craziness. And I learned to direct my energy to heal the body and to predict her attempts. You know, I mean, I think childhood is, is romanticized. But childhood is really difficult. I mean, you're dumb. You don't know much. You're intuitive, but you're not very smart. You're not very, you know, you're not very, very experienced yet. And a lot of inconsistent big people are dictating to you. I mean, childhood is tough. And I think that wherever we're injured in childhood is where we form our gifts. I'm just going to repeat that again. Wherever we are injured in childhood, that is where we find our gifts. It truly is. I mean, every injury has a gift with it. And my the book that I'm editing now that's not yet published, my seventh book, is really about that, how to find the gift in the injury, because I think that a lot of what happened in the 70s and the 80s, you know, I still can't believe we're in the 21st century. I was born in 1959. They, they study my era in history class. But a lot of what happened is we went into a kind of psychology because we were coming out of such a repressive era of the 40s and 50s. We fell into this kind of psychology that stresses the injury. You're an adult survivor of something and doesn't really find the gifts. And one of the wonderful things I think about being an adult, but also about awakening intuition and awakening our ability to heal, is that we can make choices that we couldn't make as children. Children are natural victims. But we we can make choices to find those gifts and to use them to our benefit. You know, philanthropy is great, but somebody who's making $8 an hour really needs to look out for themselves first. We all need to empower ourselves first, then extend that to our community, and then to those all those broader questions. Laura, Day is our guest. We are talking about intuition and a Women's Day of Health and Happiness. So you don't see private clients anymore, yes? I don't. What I do is I do readings and healings in groups. I create communities, like I'll be doing at your Women's Day of Health and, and Happiness. I create groups groups where people read each other, where people heal each other, because we live in an era of experts. We all think we have to plop down a couple hundred dollars for a 50-minute session with someone. And with intuition and healing, the person sitting next to you has your answers, and the person sitting next to you may be able to heal your physical problem. And what I want to do is to create communities, and, and each of my books, Practical Intuition, The Circle, Welcome to Your Crisis, they're all workshops, so create communities where people are each other's experts right. as opposed to my being the expert. Um, so, so I, you know, my, my day job is I basically predict the future for companies. And I'm a writer, and I write workshops. But what I do for my, for my Dharma work, for my love work, for my making a difference, hopefully, in the world, is I use the books I've written, and I guide people through them, and I create communities where people read and heal one another. So, for example, 
I'm going to probably do a little exercise with your group and have them do a quick reading and a quick healing. And, of course, I'll be doing readings and healings along with the group because I'm compulsive, and that's the way I work. I love, to, I love reading individuals. I love laying my hands on people. Um, but, I'm, but I'm going to have them, I'm going to say to them, listen, if someone gave you a good piece of information, if someone's energy transformed you, get their email address, right. get their info, take prisoners, because this is your community for change. And so I'm going around the country now and creating circles. So the circle is actually a workbook. So if everybody has the workbook, someone can lead the circle and, and address a point of life skill and intuition in each of the nine elements. I've created my materials, and now I want other people to teach them. That is the hallmark of a true healer. Share the knowledge. If you have any of Laura Day's six books, among them The Circle, Welcome to Your Crisis, Practical Intuition, How to Rule the World from Your Couch, bring them to a day of health and happiness March 13th at Duchess Manor, and she'll sign them for you. Get your ticket information at caseyradio.com, K-A-C-E-Y radio.com. Laura Day will be the last speaker of the day. Celtic shaman Nadia Nottingham will open the day with a very moving ceremony. I'm opening the day with a ceremony to call in the seven directions, east, south, west, and north. And then we call in the heavens and the Mother Earth. And the seventh is ourselves. So you will, I was going to say conjure, but that's not the right word. The energy is there. You're just going to pull it in. Exactly. Can we feel that when one pulls in the energy from the seven directions? I believe so, Casey, because what we're also calling in are the elements that are associated with the directions. In the east, we call in the air, which is connected to breath. The element of east is about the first day we were born. What happened on the first day we were born was we took our first breath. The East reminds us that the breath is life and we have the opportunity to awaken ourselves to a new day within ourselves at any moment. I've seen you do the ceremony before and I wondered why does she start in the East? And now I know. And where do we go from there? What's easy to remember is that we keep turning right. We turn right to face the South. South is fire, the heart, and just as you would imagine, the the south of the equator is warm. The fire energy of the south is connecting us to reawakening the fire of our hearts. What I will focus on for this particular ceremony for our women is to connect to our self-love, compassion, and forgiveness. The One of the greatest elements, as you know, Casey, with your work, one of the greatest elements of healing is forgiving ourselves for any situation where we felt something happened to us because of something we did or said, and to let let go of those notions and to come back to a sense of really deep compassion for ourselves. Right. It starts there when you have compassion for yourself. I forgive myself probably a hundred times a day, if not more, yeah. Uh, yeah. then you can easily have compassion for someone else. Exactly. Oh. That's exactly right. Huh. Yeah, yeah, right. It's, Take that's, a breath there. <laughs> you know, and I think that right there, like A Course in Miracles says, you know, forgiveness is our role in the world. That's our role. Yeah. Just to come mm. and forgive yourself and forgive everybody, everything. And That's then the, beautiful. the energy yeah. flows. So we started in the east and took yeah. our first breath. We gathered up some warmth in the south, and now we go west? Exactly. And the west is the spirit of water. In the waters, we connect to everything that we are as human beings in the sense that we are 70% water. 
our planet is an ocean planet and a water planet. We The planet is probably 70 to 80% water as well. We have tears and blood and limbs. The reason there's life on Earth is because of water. It's the key element of growth and resurrection, as it were. Cleansing through the waters, we ask the spirit of water. In Ireland, we call the water ishka, and it's this lovely word that sounds like water, you know, ishka, flowing water. And we ask the element, which is more of a feminine energy, whereas the east is masculine, we consider the east more of the sun energy. West is the moon and the water. And we ask the water to help us cleanse ourselves inside and out, and to remind ourselves that our tears and our blood are elements of cleansing. And we ask the beings that live in the water to be our allies. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. In my Celtic tradition, it, it's very similar to Native American, actually. The North is the ancestors. Those beings belonging to us, whether they were blood-related or mentors who are in the spirit world, ancestors, are surrounding us also in a circle. So to visualize that if any of your, your parents are past, a sibling even a child, teachers that you love, people that you read, you know, if you love the Buddha or you love Tara or Kuan Yin or the Mother Mary, to feel that they, that ancestral energy is in the North, that all those beings are hearing your prayer. So once you have a sense of who your ancestors are, and, and some of them are unknown to us, and many of them are unknown to us, actually, to just pray to them, say, please help me today to remind myself that I'm here because of you. Beautiful. So we yeah. will begin our day at our day of health and happiness, calling in yeah. all of this wonderful energy, including Mother Earth, yes? Exactly. We call to the sky. After the north, we call to the sky, and then we call in the Mother Earth. And we ask the Mother Earth for to remind us that we are part of her living body and to remind us that we have the capacity to be as transformative as she is, how she's able to renew herself, even in the face of some incredible destruction, the earth comes back. One of the examples that I like to remind myself of is Chernobyl. At Chernobyl, as you probably know this, Casey, all the wildlife has come back there. People still can't live there, but amazingly enough, the earth herself is coming back. There's wolves, bears, beavers, all the plant life is coming back, the rivers are coming back, and scientists are astounded because they thought it would be a hundred years before anything would grow there again. So why is that? Why, why are things coming back there? My sense of it is that the Earth has powers beyond our understanding. We are part of her body, and we also have those powers beyond our personal understanding. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. All right, we are speaking to Nadia Nottingham, a Celtic shaman who will open our day of health and happiness. And then we move on to some of the classes and you'll be teaching a special movement class. Tell us about that. Casey, I'm teaching a Qigong class. Qigong is the, it has been called the grandparent of Tai Chi. It's the movement of energy that, that is used in Tai Chi. It's parallel in yoga. It's prana, the energy that's movement in everything. Um, the word chi means energy with information in it. Energy so in words, with information in it. When you go to the doctor or you go to an acupuncturist and they take your pulse, they can read, the practitioner can read what's going on in your body by feeling the energy of how your blood is moving. With Qigong, 
we learn to connect to our own energy levels that connect to how wind moves, how the trees move, how the plants grow. We really tune into our personal rhythms. There's a very simple practice of cleansing our energy that we begin and end every Qigong session with, and anybody can learn to do it. The wonderful thing about Qigong is it's, it's very simple. The, the hand movements are very graceful. You don't need to learn a whole lot of... There are many forms, but you don't really need to know exactly how they are performed because it's your intention. That's the most important part. Nadia Nottingham. She would love to hear from you at NadiaNottingham.net. Better yet, set your intention to meet this Celtic shaman as she opens the Day of Health and Happiness Sunday, March 13th at Duchess Manor in Beacon and then teaches us Qigong if you'd like to learn. I'd love to meet you too and the deadline for a discount ticket is noon Monday. For ticket information, visit CaseyRadio.com. That's K-A-C-E-Y Radio.com. Hope to see you next week here for the Health and Happiness Show and then live in person for a day of health and happiness at Duchess Manor in Beacon. Get a discount ticket now at caseyradio.com. See you next week. You've been listening to the Health and Happiness Show with Casey. The content of the Health and Happiness Show is intended for general information purposes only. The Health and Happiness Show is a presentation of the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Recapture your youthful look with Dr. David Bank. Visit thecenterfordurm.com. You'll be happy you did. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at kcradio.com. And join KC for another edition of the Health and Happiness Show next Sunday morning on 100.7 WHUD.